0: attitude is everything all over this place. Will you repeat that after me? Attitude Attitude is everything. everything. Amen. And this is part two. Uh, On tonight, we're going to be discussing how a positive attitude wins friends. Now, uh, I'm only going to do about 30 minutes. I I am um, aware of, of course, a lot of kids in school. Uh, work and so forth, but we're not going to rush rush Holy Spirit but however, uh, I am mindful of the time. So give me about 30 minutes and our class tonight will be over. But just let me say this, uh, this class is part, it's a part of understanding, I want you to uh, hear me, it's a part of understanding the necessity of self-development as a Christian. It's important to understand that as Christians, uh, we are to, or we are responsible for our individual spiritual maturity. And I want to say that because uh, sometimes uh, in Christendom, there's this attitude among certain believers that God's going to do it. Well, once you are born again, uh, that spirit part of you, or the real you, is made alive. But renewing the mind is up to the individual. So the Bible makes mention of uh, being balanced. So we want to make sure that we are balanced as believers. So this particular class has to do with maturing as an individual. We're talking about taking personal responsibility for my spiritual maturity as a believer. And just to give you uh, some context, uh, in Proverbs 25, 28, the Bible lets us know that he who has no rule over his spirit Is like a city with broken down walls. Well, in ancient Egypt, uh, the cities were they were walled cities and the cities. That was their safeguard, just like the city of Jericho. So uh, when the walls are flat or when there are no walls, you are open prey to all types of assault and attack. So it's the same way when you lack self-discipline, you are like somebody who is easy prey. But again, God is not going to do it. And I'm about to show you something that he has given us everything that pertains to life and godliness. Now, the just shall live by faith. But there's there are some things that Peter lets us know that are essential or there are some elements uh, that we need to include or incorporate along with our faith if we're going to be successful now. I'll show you that in a second. Just give you another verse. Apostle Paul encourages us in 1 Corinthians 9 around verse 27. Uh, he, he lets us know the importance of self-discipline. Someone say self-discipline. Amen. So lest what we preach to others, we ourselves would become disqualified. So uh, 2 Peter 1. And let me get verse uh, 2 Peter chapter 1 verses 9. Verses 5 through 9, New Living Translation. Then uh, I will go over some things that we talked about last week, and we'll jump right into a, how a positive attitude wins friends. So Second Peter, beginning at verse number 5. Um, ready? Let's read. In view of all, that, now he, he is encouraging them, just let me say this, in maturing or growing in the faith or in your faith, the just shall live by faith. Again, what I want to show you here, there are some elements, and he names seven specific things that if you would constantly do these things, you're going to fare well. In view of all of this, make, every, everyone reading out loud, make every effort, God's promises. Supplement your faith with a generous provision of moral excellence and more excellence with knowledge and knowledge with self-control and self-control with patience and patience endurance with godliness. Now, just hold on a second. We're talking about how attitude is everything. Well, that falls right up under the category of self-discipline, self-control. Now, let's keep going. And godliness with brotherly affection, and brotherly affection with love for everyone. The more you grow like this, the more productive and useful you would. But those who fail to develop in this way are short-sighted or blind, forgetting that they have been cleansed from the. In other words, if I forget this, it's as if I'm not even uh, conscious of the fact that my I've been washed by the blood of Jesus. And if I understand this, understand this then certain things should fall off. <sighs> and we should see the maturity if I do these things. That's why some of us no longer have a taste for some of the things that we used to do. Why? Because I'm constantly growing. Okay. Boy, I, I could get into that, but I see some folk already looking like. So, what you saying? You trying to mess my club feel up tonight? No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying let's get into this discussion for tonight. So, week one, we discussed how you have the power to choose. You have the power to choose your choice. Say this, my choice. My choice. No, say this, my attitude. My, attitude. my, choice. my choice. My attitude. My my choice. Guess who choose your attitude? You do. So we talked about how you have the power of choice. We talked about how negative thinking harms you. I gave you some statistics on how um, many negative thoughts a person has per day. Somewhere around forty-five thousand negative thoughts per day. That's just on the average. Then it, we went on to show how about 80 percent of a person's thoughts are negative. So we have to be conscious of our thoughts. So we talked about how negative thinking harms you. It, it makes you feel helpless. And when you get in that helpless state, you literally uh, become trapped into that victim mentality, which is very disempowering. It's everybody else's fault. If only they. Another thing that happens when there is how a negative attitude harms you, it causes you to lack energy. You suffer physically and emotionally. You miss opportunities and you limit relationships. Uh, And I would that you get the CD on that. There was a lot of good nuggets in that. So tonight let's talk about how a positive attitude wins friends. Will you say that? How a positive attitude wins friends. Now, let's say this a little bit with a little bit more enthusiasm. How a positive attitude wins friends. Now, research says that optimistic people attract supporting social networks. There's scientific proof that suggests happy people are more easily to win friends and influence others. So, scientific, there's scientific proof that says, hey, People who have a bubbly attitude are more likely to win friends or influence people or be a person that others would like to be around. Now, I said this last week, being happy is an individual choice. You're not happy based upon what's going on externally. That's a decision that you make internally because it's not what's going on on the outside that makes a difference. It's my perception. It's my attitude about what's going on on the outside that that makes a difference. That's why you have two people who experience two different things. I mean, who experience the same uh, situation, but there are different attitudes. Why? Because of our perception. That's why the gospels is is often known as the synoptics. The synoptic simply means uh, same story or same point of view. Same story, excuse me, but different point of view. That's why Mark's Mark's account is different than Luke's account. Luke's account is different than uh, Matthew's account. It's the same story, but they all give different point of views. So it's the same way. When my attitude is right, then despite how things may look on the outside, I determine how it affects me, not it. But that was a good place to say, Pastor, you know what? I needed that. This is virtually important for creating a positive future because we all and no man is an island unto himself. So we all need the right associates. Notice, not just friends, you need to have the right people in your social network. Why? Because bad company will corrupt good habits. Iron sharpens iron. So the man accounting himself his friends. So whoever is in my inner circle, there should be people who are adding to me and not taking away. But we all need friends, associates or the right associates, teammates in order to achieve our goals. So it's important that we connect with the right individuals. Listen to this. When you adopt a positive attitude. And this is true. this This is why your environment is so crucial. When you adopt a positive attitude. You begin to think, or, or you begin to gather like minded people around you. You'll find yourself surrounded by positive thinkers, doers, and higher or high achievers. I mean, you'll find yourself becoming inspired when you are in the right. But watch this my attitude could keep me out of the right circle of influence. So it's important that, that I display the right attitude. Hmm. But you'll find yourself being encouraged. And these same people, man, you even face life different. You face challenges different when you have a good, solid, supporting networking of individuals. Why? Because we are going to encourage you. So when you come with the woe me, no, girl, you're better than that. You were created to win. You haven't seen your best you yet. Keep going. Life still goes on. So you want want to adopt a positive attitude. So write this down. The first thing I need to do when it comes to uh, winning friends with the right attitude, you have to adopt a positive attitude. So you have to have a positive attitude. So when, when you come in, in, in the company of somebody who seems to fare well or seems to be doing a little more than you, that should be appreciated. Don't hate. And, and it's something about sizing people up. See, that says something about what's going on in you. I wonder how he got that car. They tell you where they work, and you you already trying to figure out how much they make. He probably make about forty thousand. Yeah, times two hundred. So so, but but there's see, that's something about the individual. What is it? Who am I hanging around that when I get into influence of other people in the company, other people who are doing better than me? I hate. No, I want to appreciate because now I'm among those who can help me get to where they are. That's why some of you, you used to wear run over shoes, run over clothes, never kept yourself groomed, never kept your hair done. But it wasn't until you got around Jody them and Sequita them that now you get your hair done. You, you stay manicured. You're wearing nice clothes. You're wearing nice things. You, you, your speech has even changed. You're not talking that hood talk anymore. You, you're coming up. Why? Because they inspire you. You you, you, you you never work alone, but, but all of a sudden now, you, you find yourself at Neiman's. Give me some of that good stuff Pastor Rex talks about. I, I know it might cost me a little bit, but it's going to last, and it's going to get me mad compliments because I'm hanging around an influence of people who's taking me higher. And it's not about the stuff, but sometimes it won't war- that you walk in a room looking like you got something. This is class, man. This is not Sunday. You guys, calm down. Calm down. <laughs> calm down. That—that's why my man of God and men of God. I hang around men of God who are that 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 it, that, that make you want to come up. So I'm not hating on my man of God because he has a jet. I, 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 I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> so uh, what was I saying? <laughs> yeah, but so, so, but but here's the thing, man how can I get there except I connect with somebody who's already there? Now, if I'm the first to get there, now my attitude should be, my attitude should be, now let me bring others. But my point is, how can I get there except somebody show me the way? So, I have to adopt a positive attitude. So, number one, let's, let's get started. Number one, you have to recognize negative thinking. What's number one? Listen, we're talking about influence and getting around the right people. I have, First thing I have to do is recognize negative thinking. So you have to recognize negative thinking, listen to this, in yourself. So you have to recognize negative thinking in yourself. See, this can be very difficult because... Negative thinking can become so hardwired in your brain that you're not even conscious of the fact that you're being negative. So you're negative without even realizing it. That's why we look at you strange when you come in a room. What? Why everybody dress nice? Don't make any sense. This is just too much. This is, and so we're looking like, well, what's wrong? Are, are we at fault? Because we take pride in how we look. should we feel bad because we take pride in having accomplished certain things. I have to be very careful in my wording because y'all looking at me like, say it. (laughs) Say it. So what's number one? Recognize negative thinking in yourself. Because uh, oftentimes you can be so negative without even realizing it. And see, this is the thing. When you don't realize it, you, you may filter everything you see and hear through this grid of negativity. So even though you hear me, you don't hear me. So did you hear what I just said? When I'm bent on that negative negativity and not conscious of it, I will filter everything I see and hear through that grid of negativity. So rather than hearing, "Hey, um, you know, this was a formal event. You hear what they're trying to say, I'm poor, that ain't no, no, see see because of that negativity, rather than saying, "You know what, I wasn't aware, but give me about 30 minutes, let me go home, get fresh, get clean. I'll be right back." But the person who negative, What's it they talking. About, it's it's all about. It ain't about no. You hear? You, you see? You see a a I mean a, a rainbow of, of styles that complements one another. So it's not about. But at the same time, depending on where I am going. I may not need to go in there with flip-flops on. So when you walk in Louie with flip-flops on and, 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 and your gym clothes and you s- still sweat, hadn't dried up, and you, you you wonder why people like looking at you like And, and you know what they be the very ones, I could buy this whole store. Then pick up a pair of shoes. $1,500. That's the devil. No, it's not the devil. It is not the devil. Now, it might be the devil in there acting a fool. So, what's number one? You have to recognize. Listen, li- listen. Find someone that, see, this is going to be, listen, this is part of your homework assignment. Find someone whom you can trust that would tell you the truth. Hold up. Why do I need them? So they can help me assess my attitude. So you have to find somebody that I can trust that would tell me the truth. Now, you can do this in love. But I need, no, but see, we talking about holding, we talked earlier, you need somebody in your corner to help hold you accountable. So the person is negative, I need to find somebody that, that, that will be truthful to me when I'm being negative. Hmm. Why? They're going to help me assess my attitude. Now, this takes a mark of maturity. Because you, what you, in essence, you're giving them permission to be very candid with you. And, and you know the sad thing a lot of people not even ready they're, they're not even ready man you know why because they're so bent on that everything's been filtered through that negative mentality that they don't want they're not ready to hear the constructive criticism that's bad next first you need to find somebody that that can be very candid with you Next, you have to make a searching self-appraisal of your thoughts. You know, I have to guard my thoughts. So you have to make a self, excuse me, you have to make a searching self-appraisal of your thoughts. And, of course, this may be easier to do once you've gotten some clues to your thinking from an, a, an objective friend. So uh, once that person pointed out, now I can kind of do a, a self-appraisal. You know what, maybe I ain't really not to. I ain't, I ain't have to be that negative. You, you meet a friend of your friends that you never met before. Don't be negative. Hmm, what he do for a living? He work. Why, see, see, in that intimidation, all all those things are inward. That that that's internal, for you to be intimidated or threatened by somebody who who may look a certain way, uh, dress a certain way, uh, make a certain amount of money. Why are you intimidated by that? That's that's internal. And if I get somebody to point that out, maybe I can get me together, whereby now I'm connected with uh, 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 the uh, uh, people who could help me even get to what I want to be. Oh, boy, I wish I had about two people that would just agree so you have to make a uh, search and self-appraisal of your thoughts. This may be easier, again, once you get somebody, a friend, uh, that could give you clues from an objective point of view. Uh, then, two, you know, think specifically about these areas of life. And let, me, let me say these real quick. That are a little 30 minutes. Go by quick. Why, write this down. So think specifically about these areas of life. How do you react in stressful situations? What's your tolerance for change? Your willingness to take risk. Your feelings about meeting new people. Think about these things. How how does that make you feel? What's your self-image like? And here's the thing, man. That's why... Those of you who are part of God's Jewels, you hear, often hear me say, man, you guys are, are like, I mean, boom, boy, y'all like solid. All the coaching and counseling and stuff you guys are getting, man. I mean, man, I mean, man, you should be able to spot a turkey seven miles away. You should be able to spot some nonsense miles away. Your patterns of speech. What's your first reaction when you hear news or announcements? How do you feel when you hear about the thanks offering service coming up? How does that make you feel? Well, Here we go again. Oh, man. Boy, I can't wait to put my seed in the ground. What's your attitude like? Number two, you have to resolve to take action. We're talking about how positive attitude wins friends. Number two. You have to resolve what's number 2. Resolve. Do what? You have to do what? Resolve to take action. Now, uh when Jesus confronted Larry by the pool of Bethesda. <laughs> what? Huh? Was his name not Larry? So why about Larry? Who Larry? <laughs> we can't get a man a name? What, uh, hold on. The, the, very, the Now understand this. His name very well could have been Larry. We don't know. So since he doesn't have one, we're going to give him a name tonight. Larry. So when Jesus confronted Larry by the pool of Bethesda, who had been there... Oh, oh, excuse me. Who had been lame? Who had been lame for thirty-eight years? Now, most whenever the, I, I mention this, I always like to include this. He was. The scripture doesn't say he was by to pool for thirty-eight years. He was lame for thirty-eight years. He was lame for thirty-eight years. So uh, he he asked the question. Just asked. It kind of seems like a ridiculous question. I mean, I mean, it's a prayer that I want to be healed. Do you? Wouldn't you want to get well? <laughs> However, this is what Jesus was doing. Jesus, listen to this, Jesus was probing Larry's thinking to find out how serious he was about dealing with this problem. He was just trying to figure out what Larry was. Somebody stuck, man, see, he lost him on that Larry. The Bible does not say he's Larry. R- Rico, let's say Rico. Can we say Rico? <laughs> this is what Jesus was doing. He was probing the man's thing and to find out how serious he was about dealing with his problem. Jesus wanted to know if he had the resolve to do something about it. And he's asking us the same thing today. Do, ha- have you made a decision to do something about where you are? Have you made a decision about this same proclivity that you've had for up 10 years? Have you made a concrete decision? I'm asking you, do you want to get well? This goes back to what I said earlier. You know, some people don't want to get somebody holding them accountable. You know what? I ain't ready yet. I'm not ready. So Jesus wanted to know if he had the resolve to do something about it. Or perhaps, listen to this, to see if he was content. On being helpless, like many people are now, I want it. That's why the man immediately said, "Ain't nobody take me to the pool." When 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 water stirred, man, they step over me. That's not even what. No, do you want to be healed? Do you want to be made well? And see, here's the thing about negative thinking: it can, you know, it oftentimes it feels like a warm blanket, safe. And familiar, just oh man, just I'm comfortable. Just, just I'm comfortable in this nonsense, man. That that's a dangerous form of thinking. To know there's better and have no desire, no aspiration, no zeal whatsoever to go after it. That's a bad place to be. And I submit, a lot has to do with the environment. Listen, people are drawn to people with a bubbly attitude. So, what's your attitude like? Some people are just drawn. It's not no. They just drawn to it because the attitude. You, you, you meet no strangers. That makes a big difference. And some people can't handle that. Past a people person. I'm a people person. But some, some people some People can't handle even their mates being people. We people, people, man. I mean, I I don't. Hey, I I strike a conversation with whoever. It's not, but a person with a bad attitude. How you doing? (laughs) Great day. What's great about it? Just keep moving, man. Keep moving. Don't don't sit there offer prayer. Keep moving. I'm trying to hit. See, I'm trying to give you some wisdom. Keep moving. Pray for them afar, because the moment you talk about bow your head and hold hands, <laughs> it seems comforting to believe that your life isn't changing because it can't, or just be, or because that's just the way it is. But that's not the truth, and some people feel like. You know, earlier I said with that negative mentality, you fall into that, you know, you get that victim mentality. And some people feel like, well, man, this is the way it is. And I've been this way all my life, just like Larry. Well, I've been this way for 38 years. I, I you, and you hear people say, nah, you can't teach the old dog new tricks. What's that you say? If the dog willing to learn. Isn't that what you said? Didn't I hear you say that? Well, that was a nugget. Your, your coach said that. Your, your pastor. Negative thoughts can be, listen to this, man. Negative thoughts can be all the excuse we need to remain passive and in the boat. Negative thoughts can be all the excuse we need to remain passive. I mean, it will immobilize you to the 10th degree. Listen, that's why making the resolve to change is a necessary first step toward improving your outlook. So you have to make a decision. You know what? I want better. Do you want a positive attitude? Who wants a positive attitude? Raise your hand. Who wants better? Well, resolve to do whatever it takes to make that change. Are you here? And I'm going to stop right there. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to make a donation and support this ministry as we expand the kingdom of God, please visit ShekinahGloryFC.com or download our church app from iTunes App Store or Google Play by searching Shekina Glory FC and click Give to make your donation.